With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Somebody needs to work out a better system than the Australian automated comment system. It's become one of the most laughable things in the world. For those people <laughs> who don't know what I'm talking about, Australia, yeah. Australia has an enormous million, hundreds of millions of dollars spent on promoting racing. It's, it's, it's huge. But the comments, not the comments you get in the race book on race day, but if you go to a generic website like the New Zealand TAB's website, because all those comments are generated overseas and given to you. So well, you can't write your own comments, obviously. But the problem is they're done by computers, and the computers don't understand the horses, so they just generate them out of nowhere. What? Are you not? Are you not into AI? To, are you not using AI to, AI, to figure AI, out who you're, AI, who you're breeding your mares with? Tr- trust me, AI and racing are two things that should never, ever, ever, ever get. <laughs> are you together. saying that? Hold on, let's bring let's bring our next guest in here. Um, we, we're going to talk to Mark Chittick. He's the big dog at Waikato Study. Mark, are you saying that you're not using Chat GPT and AI to to figure out which stallion prospects you're looking for? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, I didn't. I only realised that AI the other day meant you know artificial um, intelligence, not artificial insemination. You know, and that's another <laughs> thing that we don't do. <laughs> I'll get, actually, I'll, I'll get back to the explanation later on because it, it is it, it's 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 such a glaring anomaly. It would literally be like if you booked an air ticket, and then some computer decided on where you're going to go. It's incredible how Australian racing's let this happen. Story for another day. On the subject of Australian racing, Marky, it's a week out from the Everest. There's been an enormous amount of build-up. Are you getting excited already or with breeding season and its full throws, are you too busy to get too excited just yet? I'm just exactly that, um, Michael. I'm just keeping myself as busy as I possibly can. And just going back one step, a bloke with your intelligence, you don't need anything artificial anyway. Well, tell you what, funny enough, funny funny enough, Mark. That's the worst thing you could possibly say, Funny enough, Mark, AI is so dangerous for punters, and I'll tell you why. I was reading some comments the other day in a form guide talking about a race at Shantee, and the word Shantee, because the comments were done by (laughs) ChatGP, came up as sweet French cream. (laughs) <laughs> it did. It did because the com- the computer thinks Sean T cream, and therefore the race was held at, at Sweet French Cream, and that's well, the most glaring example of how dangerous AI hey, and ChatGPT well, is for racing. At, at least, at least, the, the, at least, Mark's named this horse. I wish I win so simply that not even ChatGPT could get confused about what the horse is lining up to do. Right. No, that's exactly right, boys. And at the end of the day, let's hope he does. Um, we've just got the Saturday morning report through. His last gallop will be on um, Tuesday. and uh, But the Saturday report this morning was trainers very relaxed. Jockey was on him. He, uh, Luke was on him. He'd just been out for a little trot around and whatever. And um, he's very relaxed. The horse is unbelievably relaxed. And, um, yeah, the owner... Not 100% relaxed, as we say, but um, really looking forward to the week. You know, the whole build-up's been incredible and so far so good with the horse as well. 
So let's just hope it continues that way this week. What does the week look like for you, Mark? I mean, obviously it's hell busy at the moment. Do you get a chance to go across and see the barrier draw or do you get a chance to go across and, and ingratiate yourself into any of this? Yeah, absolutely. Look, it is, a, it is obviously, a, you know, hopefully not a once-in-a-lifetime experience, um, Michael, but at the end of the day, it probably wasn't an experience that I was um, expecting or we were expecting as a family. So uh, we're, he- we're, we're heading over there on Tuesday morning, going to take in the barrier draw, which um, by all, um, you know, by, by sounds of things, it's quite a spectacular sort of a situation. Wednesday night is a dinner on that... Um, um, the jockeys and and trainers wait etc um, uh, for the owners so that will be a bit of fun Thursday night is um, the chairman's dinner Everest ball sort of thing Friday we've got a bit of a bit of a bit of a quiet lunch and then sad, Saturday um, yeah into it and um, no very fortunate here at the farm we are at the busy time but of, you know we've got incredible Incredible, uh, devoted team here, and and um, as I say, I, I, I drive out the I will drive out the drive, um, knowing that the place is in no better hands. Mark, I'm really curious what your perception of the most boring story for the last the, the tail end of it in racing was the Imperatries, where everyone had to ask them every single day whether that, that she was going to turn up in this race because th- these two horses are kind of tied together come through that same crop of um, Jamie Richards with Tiako, obviously, then they split up and, and nobody really knew that I wish I win was probably... Actually, at one stage, they both thought that they were milers, so they've come back together as sprinters but ended up on different paths in different states. What were you thinking when all this was going on and were you quietly crossing your fingers that maybe she wouldn't turn up? Oh, look, at the end of the day, I, I they're, they're both two, they're two fantastic horses and I suppose... Like I really, I just think with a, any sort of um, certainly feature race like this or sporting event like this, it's 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 nice to see, you know, the best to get there um, on, on the track sort of thing. And it's a hell of a shame um, with uh, the Giga Kicks not there. And I and I spoke mm-hmm. to Jonathan Munzer's owner d- during the week, and and um, I said, look, I'm really sorry that your horse isn't there. You know, he said, no, you're not. And I said, no, I genuinely am. You know, because it is such an incredible event. But going back to um, Imperatrice, I take my hat off to um, the Tiakau team and um, to and to the owners, etc. You know, once again, they're having a ride of a lifetime. They feel as though that's the better thing for for the mayor to do. Um, um, you know, she's just an incredible racehorse. Um, but they have had a plan, and they're sticking to that plan, and um, and good on them. She's one of the best mares. Um, you know, racing in this part of the world at the moment, and and they're just they're loving the road. I just I just spoke to Mark just ten minutes ago, and he said, you know, the likes of John Elstob and that that are in the that are in the horse. This is a horse of a lifetime, and they're, and they're they're enjoying what they're doing. Yeah. Hey, t- talk us through race day. So next week you got the family there, and you've got you know obviously for a guy like yourself, when you go to Randwick, you're probably going to know two thousand people. Is it a case that you're a, because you're a mover and a shaker, you're a businessman, yeah, you're there shaking hands, talking to people. To be honest, do the conversations all go over your head a little bit because you're sort of concentrating on your horse? And, and are you the sort of guy who likes to get down to the parade ring and talk to your jockey, which never seems to make any sense because there's nothing you can say to him? What does race day look like for you when you've got a horse in a $20 million race? Well, I don't know. It's all going to be a bit new. Um, you know, Mick this week, um, but, but look, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, 
we might have a couple, another couple of runners on the day, so that'll that'll sort of determine um, what time we get there. I think Waihaha falls. He looks as though he might be on the day, and Newlyweds looking at running in the Group Three race. So that'll determine what time we we, we head out there. We're very fortunate um, to be in this with um, Trackside New Zealand and and Entain, and and they've organised a box for us to have a to have a base. Um, so we're sort of yeah, we're pretty organised with the with the. Um, the organisation that has gone in from the female fraternity of the family is just <laughs> mind-blowing. As, mind as, as any bloke who's ever been to the big race wedding will know, anybody who's gone to Corrigan Million with their partner will know there's a lot more play. And it gets who chooses your outfit? Fake tans, hair, all sorts of carry-on. Hair, Are you allowed to toe, pick your outfit? You know, fingernails. Hey, me? My yeah. Outfit. Yeah. No, no. Pretty simple. You know, pretty simple. Just put the suit on. Eh. We. I suppose we are a little bit lucky, but yeah, I'm quite intrigued to, um, with the. I don't know what you call it. The effort that's going in um, from the other side of things. But uh, listen, it's really exciting, and we've got the. We, we've we've got the. Let's say the whole family together. You know, a couple of our kids are over there in, um, in Sydney working. Obviously, they'll be there. My sisters are coming, um, Mary and Gary, and and all of that. So. I think we'll be pretty well based in that box. Um, obviously, the opportunity to go down and um, into the settling enclosure um, um, will be, um, you know, that'll be a hell of a thrill to feel the vibe, etc. But, uh, yeah, certainly um, there's no use me uh, telling Luke um, Nolan what to do. I'm twice the size and never ridden a horse um, in a race like that, so never will. So so we'll let him do it, you know. But um, just thoroughly looking forward to it, really. And... Um, and the bus organised to leave the, leave the leave the course at at whatever time it is and and whatever state we are. Yep, and it might be a um, a PJ home. Who knows? Uh, skew with today. I suspect that that's where you were chatting to Mark Walker about. And Opie, your man is over there to do the job, which is just a huge bonus for this horse in particular. Um, she's gone to another level. She's picked up a Group One this prep. I mean, is it icing on the cake if she can get a group bit of Group Two in Australia, or is this really what you're craving? Um, yeah, interesting one today. You know, we have drawn. 12 and the rail is out nine meters so it's probably not um let's say favorable and uh you know there's a very very hot favorite in there <clears throat> and she's a very very good mare you know she she ran in the placings um with i wish i win and um mr brightside um back there at, at, at the beginning of the year so um look you know like i yeah mark's a little when i say a little bit worried about the draw when he and opie are going to talk about having plan a and plan b um, and just how it pans out. But really, today, considering all that's probably a bit of a stepping stone, find our way in Australia. Um, her, her form's incredible, you know, like she's she's either run second or first in the last, um, I don't know what it is, half a dozen at least um, starts. Eight so, races, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So, you know, she's over there on her merits. Um, but to be honest, obviously, obviously we're there to win and we'd love to win. But if she if she doesn't, but everything goes well for her today, and, and she has a good experience in her own head, that's probably the main thing. And um, and uh, you know, like if it's a stepping stone towards the Golden Eagle, uh, well, um, well, that's what it is. So um, it's going to be an interesting watch. Mark, interesting one today in the last at Hawira, 
Um, you have a horse called Ideal who's stepping up to 2100, and I, I didn't really see this coming for her. I know she's an older horse, so therefore she'll probably cop it, but is she a horse, being made of I Do, who, who you would have thought on breeding was going to cop 2100? Yeah, probably, uh, probably not. But you know, he's it, it, surprisingly enough, he's an astute trainer, um, Alan. Um, and oh, stop it! <laughs> he has given this mare um, time. When when he rang me to say that she was going to go to the races, I said, after she is she seven or eight now, but um, uh, so you always, we always have a bit of a laugh about that. But uh, no, he's just got off the phone just before you guys rang. And um, for a little report, and um, that's a good way of finding out that Alan's got a horse in the races when he rings you. Um, and um, <laughs> she she carries 57. Um, it is over 2,100, but he does believe that she'll be very hard to beat. One thing we are blessed with is just characters. God, we're lucky. We get some, we get some good sorts in this industry in this game, Mark. And, and your mate Baz has been around the traps and on the phone. And it's just, you, when you kind of string all these names together, you realise there's some good bastards out there, aren't there? Well, I haven't actually found them yet, but but um, but give, send me a few phone numbers and I'll give them a ring and try and find out. Mate, um, yeah, okay, we'll uh, do that. Louis and I are still waiting for the invite. Hey, uh, just quickly today, uh, interesting one for you, which your horse you will care about. Um, Poetic Champion goes to race two at Hara, and he's a Super Seth. Now, obviously, the Super Seths are just starting to percolate through the system now. It'd be nice to get a two-year-old winner. Um, this one goes pretty good. Not sure if you've seen the videos, but he can run. Yeah, certainly. Obviously, we've watched the trials. It's always a, it's always a, um, you know, keen, uh, keen time of the year and certainly stage of a, of a stallion's career and um he he had his first starter last week and ran second down at uh Rickerton, which was which was a really good run um but this um horse here yeah he's, he's he's won the trials pretty well um and um certainly the word out there is that 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 um they're showing plenty uh we are certainly getting a lot of chat through about this this sort of earlier stage and um and here we are, you know, the, the, um, pre-Christmas, and and um, yeah, we've got another runner. We've got another runner this week, but but obviously, um, obviously, it's hopefully setting up for a long and successful stud career. And you've got to start somewhere, and it's um, and it's now. And uh, you know, they wouldn't, Pikey wouldn't have the, have the horse here if he didn't think he was he he was a winning chance. And um, to get a winner up this early would be um, would would be quite quite incredible. Um, but yeah, it's all heading in the right direction. It's all bloody exciting. It is. It's a very busy time of year, as we keep saying. So we're lucky to have 15 minutes with you, mate. Go well next weekend. Enjoy it with the family. And uh, I no doubt we'll catch up afterwards and hopefully be able to bask in some reflected success for the whole of New Zealand, mate. All the best. Yeah, good on you, fellas. Really looking forward to it. And as you say, Louis, it is the whole of New Zealand on them. It's great.